going on guys and gals this is the popcorn hero show review of mission impossible fallout mm. i thought it was more to it no just fallout because <laughs> <laughs> you know the past movie has been like rogue nation and the other one's ghost like protocol and i was just like yeah there's fallout. there's one two three ghost protocol <laughs> you know rogue nation fallout Anyways, guys, I am Armando. With me, as always, is Pedro. What up, what up? We're reviewing uh, this uh, wonderful movie. Quite, quite. Uh, shout out to uh, one of our many, many listeners. His name is Lou. Okay. He says... I forgot what he said. <laughs> <laughs> one of our many listeners. He said... Um, oh, that's what he said. After six movies... The mission is not so impossible. <laughs> Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Pedro. As always, we started off with a quick recap okay. of the movie. Summary, as you would say. Yeah, yeah. A premise. Premise. Okay. And then uh, we go into it. Uh, we go. We give our quick review before we get into the spoilers. Mm-hmm. So people could know what we thought. Then come back and listen to it. Cool. Full thoughts. So, Pedro. Indulge our audience. What's the premise of this movie? Well, before I start the premise, let me say that there is required viewing for these. People like to say, oh, you can just jump into any one of them. Not really. Not this one. They are like they're continuously. Maybe two is kind of like the outlier. Yeah. And maybe even one at that. Maybe. You, you could start at three. But three. But the thing is you need one to understand all the characters. This is true. Especially Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames. He gets like, introduced in one. You have to. Yeah. Watch all of them. Two's optional. How about that? Two's optional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it kind of gets referenced in this one. It, it does. Yeah. There's throwbacks to throwbacks the action to it. scenes. So it, it's one of those things where you don't have to see two, but you, if you want to, you can. I mean, they kind of hold your hand in this one, too. I think it's the worst one. Which one? Two? two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little weird. Okay. So <laughs> now that you heard our, our <laughs> not really... <laughs> Good recommendation of what to watch first. <laughs> this movie is Ethan Hunt, a.k.a. Tom Cruise, yet again up for a mission to stop nuclear weapons, I believe. And then something goes wrong in the mission. The nuclear weapons are out there. And ah, the followers of the villain that he caught in the previous movie, I don't remember his name, they're out and about with the nuclear weapons. And... But they're no longer the syndicate. There's something else, right? Yeah, the apostles. Ah, yes. The apostles. apostles. Yeah. But since they don't trust them anymore, the CIA brings in another operative, Henry Cavill's character, to watch over them to make sure he does his job. All right, look. This is what I don't get, man. Wait. I'm still in the premise, though. Oh. Oh, Are we going to get into spoilers? No, no, it's not a spoiler. All right, keep on with the premise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, that, that's about the end of the premise. Okay, and, 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 and then the mission starts. The impossible mission starts. Oh, is it? I keep fucking it up, dude. No, no, There you go. Yeah, you did it, you did it. I just don't understand at this point. This motherfucker has saved the world five times. It's the Jack Bauer syndrome is what you're getting at. And you still don't fucking trust him. Yeah. Like, what more does this guy need to do? I mean, if some... In real life, if one this one fucking asshole saves the world three times, 
wouldn't you be like, fuck, dude, this guy, he's, he's out here for my best interest. At I'm least gonna, three times. You know, I'm like, I, I, I got to trust him, dude. He saved mm-hmm. us three times. Like, why would you still distrust? Well, he has a history of rogue behavior. That's what they kept saying. Yeah, but he gets the fucking job done. Isn't that what you need when you want someone to save the world? I'm, I'm telling you, it's the Jack Bauer syndrome. It's fuck, I know Jack. I'm so sorry for Jack Bauer. Every time in 24, I don't trust him. But it's fucking Jack Bauer. I don't trust him. He saved you from three fucking nuclear bombs, man. That guy's always awake for 24 hours straight. I watch it. <laughs> he never takes a piss. He never takes a bathroom break. Never eats. How are you not gonna trust him? He's always so mad. I can't have that adrenaline for 24 hours. <laughs> that guy's fucking like like what? Are you, Anyways, back to Ethan Hunt. <laughs> That's still about him, dude. Yeah, yeah I mean, it kind of... Like, how are you not going to fucking trust him after he saved the world five times? <laughs> like, come on. Who gives a fuck if he goes beyond the line? Did he save your life? Did he save the world? Did he save millions of lives? Yes, 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 yes. To all above. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess. That's I guess. fucking it, dude. You could trust this motherfucker. You could trust him to get the job done, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like... Why That's do you true. need someone else to be there watching him? Like, why? And, and I think I told you about this. The only one where they actually did trust him the whole movie is probably only part two. Every other time in the other movies, there's always that moment where like, oh, he's gone rogue. He's gone rogue in five out of the six movies. <laughs> <laughs> but he still saved the day. He still saves the day, dude. <laughs> At this point, dude, I just be like, you know what? You know what? Do whatever the fuck you want, dude. Do you think as the next? You save the world. You think the next movie is him going rogue again? Because yeah, I mean, dude, that's how it always is. Gonna be, he fucking saves the world. All right, this is gonna be. Uh, all right, so fuck, I can't even talk about it. You have to get into spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep it in my mind. Uh, in my mind. Well, t- tell me what you thought about the movie. I, I was just gonna say you do it, but okay. G- give me what you thought about it and the rating. Um, I really enjoy these movies, and I thought this one had a really nice, serious. Um, take to it. It felt a little more serious because the last few ones have been a little bit more on the comedy. So I would give this one a nine out of ten because the action was fucking on point. The stunts were awesome, um, and yeah, it just felt more um, like more was at stake. I don't know. It, it felt like anyone could die at this moment. Like usually, everyone feels invincible in these movies for the most part. But in this one, in the back of my mind, I was kind of thinking, you know what? They could kill someone off here. You know why you felt that way? Why? Because the stunts were real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could have died for real. Halo jumps, wall climbing, rock climbing, all that. Okay, but yeah, it, uh, it just felt more grittier. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it felt kind of like... Uh, like a James Bond movie. Yes. Like if, one if, of the recent James the Bond The Daniel movies. Craig ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a Casino Royale where it was like gritty and, and, and grounded. Mm-hmm. Sure, there were some stunts where it's like, yeah, that's pretty ridiculous, especially near the end. It was like, this is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, but still, course. that being said, for the most part, it was pretty grounded. Yeah, it was pretty on point. And I was even wondering, I'm like, man, this reminds me a lot of part one because part one was more the espionage part and not the crazy Fast and Furious action that you've been getting in some of them. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it's kind of feel, it feels like a, a little bit, it, it feels like a mix of how it used to be in the first movie to now it was like a good combo they kind of brought it all together yeah this felt like an homage to all of them and and even the show as well because the show was about the the old 70s show i believe it was 70s okay that old show was about them taking down the syndicate and then the other rogue uh, agents that that was like the main ongoing uh villain that would come out like every every season Hmm. so this is a throwback to that as well so i thought that was cool Hmm. All right, so what is your rating? What do you give it? Yeah, nine, uh, 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 nine, nine out of ten. I really, really nine. enjoyed it. Okay. I really awesome. enjoyed it. I was watching, I was like, fuck yeah, man. These yeah. scenes are, these are crazy. And, you know, added to it, too, we watched it in that, that fucking 
movie theater where they shake your fucking <laughs> seat. <laughs> the D-box. You know what? You, you told me, oh, man, I had to turn it down because uh, there's some crazy scenes. I didn't know you could turn it down. So I'm there like fucking. <laughs> I think that was turned all the way because I was shaking like crazy. I was like, oh, man. I felt like I was on a ride. Like I actually I was like, oh, my God. Because me, I, I when I watch movies, I like to slouch. Yeah. So I kind of like lay back and I'm trying to enjoy myself and just. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, I feel like I'm there with you, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was uh it, it added to the experience for sure a little fucking weird though if i would have known you could turn it down i would have toned that yeah, shit there's down. a remote right next to you oh you fuck i mean i saw lights but i'm like i don't know what the hell this yeah, does that's what it was, it was turn it down. Yeah, good to know for next time uh, <laughs> um yeah i give it a 9 out of 10 too man that the action was really on point man it, it's Every scene that I the, the action that there was action in it, but the funny thing is that the action made sense to the narrative of the movie, right? It made sense to the way the it made sense to the story that was happening. Because I thought sometimes these action movies create the action scenes and then they write the story around it, but in this movie, it all made sense. And the funny thing is that there wasn't that many action scenes, right? There were just big fucking set pieces that you're like, damn, this just fucking awesome, right? Mm-hmm. But um, every set piece was perfectly designed. It was it made complete cohesive sense to the story, and it was just good, dude. It was Tom Cruise is so fucking crazy, and he's he's all about the realisticness, right? He wants everything to look as realistic as possible, and every scene in this fucking movie, you could tell that ah, oh, damn, all this shit looks real as hell, man. Like it, he he is actually doing all these insane stunts. Yeah, you know the fight with Henry Cavill, that shit fucking happened. Mm-hmm. The 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 Halo jump, that shit fucking happened. Mm-hmm. Did it need to happen? I think so, but yeah. what the fuck do I, you know? Like, and um, <laughs> a, a lot of the motorcycle scenes, that was him. The motorcycle scenes was him. And he was driving uh with oncoming traffic. He was doing that. The at the end uh, when he was driving the helicopter or when he was getting onto the helicopter, mm-hmm. that's fucking him. Yeah, too. yeah, hell yeah, him climbing. Yeah. So I'm just like. Like damn, dude! Like this motherfucker went all out for this shit, and I appreciate that because it—it's true. It does make the film better because you see it actually happening. You yeah, it see feels it more authentic. It's the, yeah, it definitely. I, I was authentic. reading an article um, saying that it doesn't have the fast cuts. No, they're saying that the movie's strength is also its greatest weakness. So a lot of people like to cut movies in a way that makes it intense, like. You start cutting it from the character's face, their reaction to what's going on, back and back and back, and then you start feeling the characters like, like you know, they're they're the intensity of it because it's fast cuts, really close pace, you know. Like for example, it'll cut to the bomb counting down, it'll cut to them. But no, in this one, like you said, you could tell he wanted everyone to see that he was doing the certain stunts, like the climbing on the helicopter scene. So that was just a long shot of him climbing up the rope and trying to get onto the helicopter and like slipping, like. There were no fast cuts of his foot slip, and then you see his face and him like... <gasps> so, they took out the intensity in a way. They took out the intensity, but at the same time, you still get to see it. So, they were saying its biggest strength is also its biggest weakness. They, 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 they cut some of the intensity for you to see it uncut. Yeah. So, I can kind of agree with it, and I, I, can, it cut, and I can kind of disagree with it. Exactly. Yeah. I've always liked... Like, one of my favorite action scenes ever the in long film takes, right? is long takes old boy uh children of men those are fucking great because hannah. Uh, uh, um hannah hannah's fantastic and uh oh my god this leo movie with the bear attack uh, oh revenant. Rev- revenant 
some of those scenes i'm like yo the, the fact that it's uncut it feels like i feel like i'm more in it that way yeah rather than the cuts when i watch like born identity don't get me wrong i fucking love it's the so born quick. movies <laughs> Yeah, I love the Bourne movies, but at the same time, there's such fast cuts. I'm like, and, I don't know what's going on. you can't follow the action yeah. that well. I just see a camera having a seizure attack, and then I hear sound effects. Poop, yeah. poop, poop, poop. I'm like, I guess people are punching in here and, somewhere. And like here, the fight he had with Henry Cavill, you could fucking see the fight. You could yeah. see how they're fighting, too. Yeah, of course there were cuts, yeah, but there be. were long segments. I wouldn't say very long segments either. But long uh, enough that you could see yeah, the action. When I say it. long, I mean seconds. Yeah, and you could follow it. That's you could follow point. it, yeah. You know, the Born Identity, it was, it's, there's a lot of shaky cam and a lot of fastness. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, they're trying to hide... Um, the 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 improperties or like yeah, the yeah. things that go wrong when you're fighting right you're play fighting, like you know? well, yeah when you go for a punch you don't go as strong because you don't want to hit him in the face yeah. but if you cut it it feels like the yeah. impact you, you hit cut them. him like boom you know yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah it all felt great you know the story was basic as fuck mm-hmm. all you needed in reality is to get Ethan out there and wait wait did you want to get into spoilers now no no, no I'm just saying oh, the okay. story was basic as fuck and all you need in the, in these kind of movies is get Ethan out there get have him go save the world anyway anyhow. As long as he fucking saves the world, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially, um, the acting was great. I thought it was fucking on point. They all did great. They all did a good the, job. The, the, the comedic timing. There wasn't that much, but the li- but the little that they had was great. Yeah, you know the the, the relief moments that you know every mo- some of these movies need. It had it. It was perfect. It was good. Um, so yeah, it was a great movie, man. I I highly I do highly recommend people to go out there and watch it. Of course. Like you said, recommended viewing. There's a lot of shit you gotta see before you get into this, you know. Right. And it's just a reoccurring characters, past storylines. They all come into play here in a way. Yeah, everything comes into a play. Um, so definitely go watch those other movies before you go see uh, this uh, ro- uh, fucking Fallout, because mm-hmm. um, you won't be let down, and you get to see how crazy Tom Cruise is. And again, you have that that crazy uh, building jump. <laughs> And that go, he got uh, he, he got his uh, uh, ankle injured in uh, Ghost Protocol. No, no, in this movie. Oh, of course. And it was in there, and you could see it in his fucking face, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> he got up, and then you know he completed yeah. the shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking sick. They dude. definitely like, kept the take of. They uh, kept the whole thing, dude. They, you know, you you think they were gonna cut it, but no, they fucking they kept the whole thing, mm-hmm. and you see it in his face. You see it in the movie. His face, like oh. He's like oh. And, and then, then he gets up, you know, and he fucking just does the limp. Yeah, he does a quick limp and starts running it off. And it's yeah. like, well, that's that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for sure, watch it, guys. You're not going to – if you're into the action movies, if you have enjoyed the Mission Impossible movies, go ahead. Go watch it. But now, let's get into our spoilers. Let's get into it. These spoilers we need to talk about. Spoilers. There we go. Spoilers, guys. All right. So look, what I was gonna mention earlier, okay, about the the whole Ethan, like nobody trusted him, right? Do you ask me in the next movie, you think they're gonna trust him? And I'm telling you, they're not gonna trust him because this was happen. This was gonna happen. Jeremy Renner is gonna come back. Okay. Okay, Jeremy Renner, right? Jeremy Renner is probably either him or Angela Bassett is gonna be in charge of the IMF now. There's gonna be another higher person. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't trust him. He's always doing crazy and, and shit. And Angela Bass is gonna be like, I know, I, I, I know him, but I trust him because I seen him do this. But that's fucking. It's treading old territory again, and I know technically these movies are all treading old territory. But Alec Baldwin did the same thing. Exactly. I don't trust him, and then he became in charge of the the the, the IMF. He's like, I and trust he's, you. Now, I Bob. trust you, and then they kill him off here, and yeah. now Angela Bassett's like, I trust you now. And so the next movie is probably going to be like you said, Angela Bassett in charge of the IMF, going, I trust you now, and then another person. Like, nah, dude, he's done crazy shit. That's too, much. too many times. I would be so pissed if they do that shit again. 
It's so gonna pissed. happen, dude. It's gonna happen. God damn it! I don't trust you, but you're the best agent I have. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, this is every cop shit, you know? It's it's the only way to create conflict. Yeah, you they're know, definitely th- bringing Jeremy Renner back, no doubt. Yeah, they're gonna bring him back, but the, sh- it's the only way to create conflict in these movies, right? Yeah. It's gonna be a Senate or some shit like that. Maybe not even a a, a director of another agency. It's kind of it's gonna be the Senate. Be like, you know what? Can we actually trust him? Can we actually trust him to That's do? That's gonna be very Skyfall. The real thing, you know? What yeah, saying? it's gonna be like, very Skyfall. It's gonna happen, dude. It's the only way to create internal conflict that creates a drama internally that has nothing to do with the villain. And every fucking Mission Impossible movie has had that. I mean, yeah, kind of. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, I think they all have it. Because the only one where he didn't, the only one where he didn't go rogue was the second one, and that one they added the love story yeah. of with uh, with with, uh, with the thief where she was actually infected with the virus yeah. and he had to go save and her, and that created a drama and a conflict. Yeah, but yeah, every yeah. other movie had him conflicting with a, with an agent with the agency with the yeah. agency. Yeah. Didn't have, so. Um. I guess. Well, yeah, we were already straight into spoilers, but did you know that August Walker? I actually looked up the name. That's the name of Henry Cavill's character. Did you know he was a traitor or or whatever a villain from the get-go? from the beginning? So, I knew there was something iffy about him, even from the trailers, right? Yeah. There was something iffy about Because in the trailer, you saw them working together, and you saw them working against each other. But yeah. I thought it was the rogue thing again with him chasing it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought there was something weird about it, right? But when I fully, when I fully went, oh, this guy's a fucking villain. Which part? Because I wonder if it's the same part I thought. It's the part where uh, he was talking to Angela Bassett. And he's oh. like, hey, hey, this is um, this is how this is how he was trying to frame. Yeah, yeah, he hunt. frames him with the information. Oh, okay. And from that moment, I'm like, oh, he's the villain. Mm. It was just too obvious. For me, point. it was in the bathroom already. Oh, in the bathroom. Because you know, he was already he was already trying to sabotage the mission while they were in the plane for the Halo jump, which is a great fucking scene. Um, and then um, I forgot what else he did to sabotage him. And then when they're in the bathroom, they're trying to sneak up on him, right? And then you see Henry Cavill do the slow, like, super obvious that he's staring at the guy through the mirror to cause him to, like, snap, you know, for to cause the dude to start fighting them. And then when it came to them actually, like, neutralizing him, he hits him with the laptop that they were going to use to copy his face. Uh, so it's like you sabotage your – first of all, you didn't want Ethan dropping with you. And then yeah. you sabotage your cover by staring at the guy through the mirror. And then you break the thing. And I'm like, these are three fuck-ups in the same mission? I'm like, this is really fucking crazy. Like – yeah. They wouldn't make him that clumsy, so I'm like something super fishy here. I didn't think he was the big bad, but I knew he was one of the bads. Mm. Like, well, I mean, technically, I, I kind of was right because Solomon Kane. I had to look up his name too. Solomon Kane, which is the, the the villain from the last one. Yeah, Solomon Lane. Uh-huh. Solomon Kane is something else. It's, a, it's but an action he, thing. He was not. He was not the. I mean, you know how in the, in the movie give you the preface of like, hey. There's this big agent who's part of, you know, the... Mm-hmm. What was it again? The Yeah, yeah. He the was apostles. the agent, though. Right. But, he, yeah, Henry Cavill was the agent. He was the one that killed the kids. Remember the one that uh, that Ethan was pretending to be? Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, um, the other guy, the villain from the, the last from the movie... the last movie, uh, Solomon. He was the leader of the syndicate. Yes. Which has nothing to do, technically speaking, with the apostles. The apostles are... The apostles are, are, are over are, the syndicate. The, the apostles are the survivors of the syndicate that have oh, made it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I thought they were the reigning hand mm-hmm. over the syndicate. Which is kind of interesting. So, for this guy to keep his cover... Oh, no, because you know the syndicate had people embedded... 
they he was uh he was an assassin yeah he was the best assassin which is funny because he was assassinating the syndicate people that's what he's famous for so to keep his cover he was killing his own people in a way which is pretty cool Oh, that, that, that's some that, crazy. Yeah, some intense shit. You know what I would like to see from the next movie? I told you something would kind of like 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 the like Metal Gear Solid Four, the Guns of Patriots, that, mm-hmm. you know, the apostles are actually actually controlling the world. Or yeah, the the, the 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 Patriots. Oh, some shit like that, right? What I also like to see. So you want some Illuminati shit? Maybe that or Ethan Hunt actually going after an actual assassin. Well, <clears throat> technically that's part two though, because part two was. Because they said, Ethan, when you can't go on missions, here's your replacement. And that was he was that guy that he fights in part two is supposed to be the the, the agent second to him. Mm. So I guess they kind of did that, where he was like the opposite version of him, because he did the masks too, he did the voice changing and all that, and that's why they kept fighting head to head. They all did the same moves, like they were on the motorcycle together. They did the shooting. He was supposed to be his exact copy, like his yin to his yang, you know? Yeah. Because huh. John Woo's all about that shit. So he's, he's, all, he's all about the, 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 the balance. The, you know, like he watched Face Off, the yeah. good and bad. Like there's always an ultimate bad versus an ultimate good. Yeah. That's, all, that's John Woo's signature shit. So he threw it in there. So technically shit. they did it already. So they can't do it in assassination. I mean, they could do or it in an assassination it. plot. They, they could do it and just spin it. Because, yeah. like I said, they've done the rogue story constantly and they always find a way to spin it. Yeah. To make it seem. It, seem, it never gets stale to me. Yeah, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's every season of 24, like we talked about. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so far it's been three movies of him being rogue, essentially. Because Mission Impossible 3 was him saving his girl. I mean, technically he went rogue when he escaped. Remember, because they thought that he was... Uh, remember, he got captured and then he had escape? Because they... they um, but Mission Impossible 3 was him leading the regular life. Remember, he was going to get married. He was going to do right. all that shit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, get he was getting out of retirement. And then he fucking, I yeah. don't know, he's the You're, villain something, something. Yeah. Okay. So he was kind of out of the game mm. on three. But, and it pulled it back in, you yeah. know? Well, what I liked about this movie, now that you said about pulling back in, is uh, it, it referenced all of them in a way. Yeah. So um, the part where he meets, I think they called her the White Queen. Yes, uh, the what, girl in the club. The girl in the club. So when he's undercover, they meet, uh, I want to say it's the White Queen. It was something like yeah, that. Yeah, some shit like that. She's like an arms dealer, super yeah. famous arms dealer. And then when you see her, she's having a meeting with all the other, you assume, the baddest people in the underworld. And she starts saying, oh, my mother, Max, always said, da 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 And you're like, oh, shit. And immediately I thought, fuck, that's Max from part one. So in part one, there's this part where he has to... Uh, Go talk to an arms dealer then to get, like, the knock list. Because remember, that was the list with all the agents' names and shit. And the older woman, that's... So they tied that in. That's supposed to be the mother. So they show that the kids, the, the, the daughter and the son... Took up the job afterwards. Took the job, yeah. So now they're in charge. So that was a cool little reference to it. Yeah, I didn't, know, I didn't notice until you told me about it. Yeah, because he said Max. And I'm like, oh, they brought back Max. Yeah, the, the whole Max story. Cool. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. They brought that back to part one. And, of course, they had the rock climbing, the, uh, the motorcycle. Yeah. Um, like all that was a reference to to part two. To part there was a two. lot of references to part two. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. There's there's a lot of references to that. And like they, they, they that's what I'm saying. Number two, you could watch it if you want to, but part two has a lot of those hints or those nods or those whatever mm-hmm. you want to fucking call it to mm-hmm. part two. When I was watching it and I saw the rock climbing part, I'm like, yeah, that's just just like fucking number two, dude. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you know he could do this because in number two he fucking did that shit freehand too. Yeah, you know? so. yeah, yeah. Um, 
Obviously, they brought back the team members. Luther from All the Way Part 1. Yeah, he's always uh, Benji from Part 3. From 3 on. And then this girl. I actually forgot her name right now. She's been there from since Ghost Protocol, right? Yeah, the, the, the last Wait, one. Was it? Oh, Rogue Nation. So she's been there from Rogue Nation. Okay. Yeah, she's been uh, there for a while now. Where the hell's her name here? I don't know. And they also brought back his... his Ilsa. Ilsa. Ilsa Foss. Yeah. So she was one of the rogue agents in the last movie. Yeah. So actually, this is more of a direct sequel to the last one than any of it's the other ones. It's a super direct sequel. Because they even have the same villain. The same villain. Because they didn't and kill him. And I looked at him like, damn, that guy looks so familiar. Where is he from? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they brought back his wife. Uh, I mean, his ex fiance. Right. From part three. From part three. So it was cool. It just felt more like it's familiar. all tying in together. Yeah. It's all... Yeah, they're bringing the more family aspect of it. Like, like exactly, everyone together is now a family type of thing. I, I really like that. And it was pretty cool seeing all those references, all those, um, everything time together. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like, tiny, and, and, nice and that's what about. got me scared the whole movie. I'm like, man, they're bringing everything back in. I'm like, someone's going to fucking die. But, well, you, and nobody did. Nobody did. But I, I think I did tell you the original plan was for them to bring back Jeremy Renner oh, yeah. to kill him off in the beginning. Oh. So instead of Luther getting killed, it was supposed to be Jeremy Renner getting killed and then them stealing it. But then Jeremy Renner's like, wait, you want me to come into this movie and get killed in the beginning? And he's like, nah, I'm good. I'm doing Avengers. So then they were like, oh, we got to kill. We, 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 we got to kill Luther. And then Tom Cruise is like, no, nah, man, you can't kill Luther. He's been there since the beginning. And, and I'm pretty sure they, uh, they, they hit up Ving Rhames. And he was probably like, man, you can't let a brother die in the beginning. So <laughs> they, that's why they did the scene where he shoots him in the bulletproof vest. So they and had him survive. It reminds me of. Uh, uh, Can you imagine they would have killed off one of the main characters in the beginning? Terrible. That, that would have been like, come on, seriously? That's that. That's it's a cheap shot. After so many movies, it's not ceremonious. You it, know? It's it's. It reminds me of Ghost Protocol when they kill off the lost guy in the beginning. Ghost Protocol, they kill off the lost. The guy from the guy from Lost. <gasps> oh oh yeah. yeah, sorry, but that's more of an actor thing rather than. Yeah, I'm like fuck the, that. Is. Well, it's because okay, so we we were big fans of Lost, and we always thought that the guy that played a Sawyer would be the perfect gambit. Yeah, great, and he should have made the cross to movies. He never did. He never did. And then we saw him in Mission Impossible. We're like, like, oh, he finally made it. He finally made it. He gets killed off in the beginning of the movie. Oh my god, dude, <laughs> I was so fucking sad. I'm like, oh. And I remember I saw in the trailer they showed that scene where he like jumps off the building. They and showed shoots. him a lot in the trailer, dude. You, I I thought he was gonna survive yeah. longer than fucking five minutes. Yeah, his three scenes in the movie were in the trailer. And I'm like, no, they killed him. <laughs> it was so fast, too. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, but that's more of us being biased for the actor. Not really. Very biased, yeah. If they had that character in all the other movies and then kill him, that would have been yeah, different. Yeah, for sure. Um, any last thoughts? Any last words? Um, I don't know. I, I, um, oh, yes. I did have another thought. As much as I love this movie, I told you, obviously, I gave it a 9 out of 10. I thought the final scene was a bit much. The, the, the helicopter scene. What, with him flying it or at the end, end of it all? The end, end with them dangling from it and it kept falling and falling and then, you know? Yeah, the, I, oh, I okay, so, so the part where they kind of avalanche into each other, that yeah. was cool and all. You know, they're fighting on the cliffside, but then they get pushed off the cliffside where they're on top of the helicopter and then yeah. it's doing the typical falling yeah. and the hook is trying to latch on to each rock, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm like, okay, this one's a bit much. It's not bad. No. It's not bad. But I'm like, it's just a touch too much. Yeah, I, I think I would have preferred them doing a one-on-one fight. That's why I dropped it 0.5. It, w- <laughs> it would have been a 9.5. <laughs> like, I, I really like Mission Impossible, as you can tell. I, I, I think I would have preferred the fight just them duking it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or some shit like and, that. And that duking out, they remind me a little Metal Gear Solid-ish, too. Yeah, a, 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 a liquid and a, and, and a snake. Yeah, it always ended in hand-to-hand. Yeah. 
but mean, it, it made sense because you know he's a fucking assassin or whatever. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, it's it's a good movie. I loved. Um, I had to look this up actually, but but it was one of the Easter eggs that everyone was talking about that Benji finally got to wear the mask. So apparently, I didn't realize he fi- it. He finally gets to do everything he he always wanted to do. In all the yeah. Other so apparently, since part three, he always said, "Oh, can I wear the mask? Can I wear the mask? Oh, I want to wear the mask." And I guess I never realized it, but in three, four, and five, he actually never did. So he finally got to do it this time, and he did it multiple times, which is really cool. He did it twice, I think. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, that's that kind of cool." cool yeah. Benji getting some love. <laughs> and I think that's it. I mean, and, and and that's the classic for every Mission Impossible. If there's a Mission Impossible movie with, with that without the face thing. That's not it. Yeah. Every every single one of them had it. All of them did it. All of them did. They even did the, the 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 tricking scene. Oh, those tricking scenes are really cool. Yes, the Henry Cavill one was fucking on point. I saw that coming though. I oh, it's funny. I saw the hospital one coming, the first one. I'm like, they're acting too crazy, yeah. or, or or Tom Cruise is acting too unhinged. Yeah, this is a trick. Yeah, it's a good one. It the is. Henry Cavill one, I didn't realize it was That's a trick until he started over confessing, and I'm like, oh, they're spending too much time on this. Nah, but 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 I caught it really late. I, as soon as I saw that that, that Benji, five seconds before the reveal is when I realized it. So yeah. I was really late. I saw as soon as as soon as Benji uh, as soon as they're going to give the mask to Benji, I'm like, oh, they fucking got Henry Cavill now. Oh, That's nice. And they got him, <laughs> and they got him. Like yes, <laughs> I would have been so mad if I wasn't right. That, that, that was that was a great um, scene. That great was a really scene. good one. I that it was fucking on point. Um, because remember again, I. In my head, I was suspecting Henry Cowell to be the villain the whole time. And mm-hmm. when they finally reveals that he was the villain, oh, they're going to catch him. And they're going to save Ethan Hunt by getting Benji to wear the mask and, you know, all mm-hmm. that bullshit. So I kind of was formulating that already. And when they finally did, I'm like, oh, fuck yes, I was right. Nice. <laughs> I was like, victory. That was great. Um, the, the, the earlier one... Um, that one did I did I uh, the hospital fake out? Yeah, it, it the was the hospital fake out was was a little bit too obvious. I'm like this this has to be fake. Yeah, it's but just kind of iffy about it. Yeah, it's yeah, just because it the way they were new, acting. It could have been fake. Okay, this, this is what it was. I knew it was gonna be fake, but I didn't think the fucking hospital was fake. Oh. I thought they were actually in a hospital. Oh I'm right. Like, oh, they're in a hospital. Yeah, yeah. But the, this whole conversation is, is just a fake out. Mm-hmm. But everything, I was like, oh my yeah, god, yeah, the whole they did thing, fucking everything. Dude. Yeah, they, they even had this, they even had this guy dress up as Wolf Blitzen. <laughs> I was just Jesus, dude. Yeah. I didn't. I, I did not expect that. No, no. But I knew it was fake. I just didn't expect all of that fucking yeah, yeah. elaborate shit to happen. Yeah, it was good. I, I, it got me. It got I me. love. They always do those fake out scenes. Always. Yeah, dude. That was. I think good. always. Oh, you, you, for the you, most part, you also did mention uh, when he when he met up with the girl in the in the trees. In Paris. So I'm not. I keep looking it up, and I'm like, am I going crazy, or is that the scene? So there's a scene where they're like going through some gate, and I was like, I got a feeling this is where his first team got killed. But I'm looking it up, and I'm like, is it? it? And, and no one's ever saying it, so I don't know if that is it. And I actually forgot to look it up before this podcast, but oh well. Yeah. I guess we'll just never you know. Just to, uh, but it looked like it. It looked like a, a throwback to when his first team got killed. Mm. But it was a nice scene. Maybe. All right, guys. Any last words, Patrick? Do you recommend it? Absolutely. Yes. Can't I go wrong too. with this one. Um, this one was really fun. A lot of, uh, like I said, it uh, it had a really good serious vibe to it. Yeah. And then it had a lot of action, and it still had the comedy in it. Yeah. So I mean, they, they keep giving us what we want. Yeah. And Tom Cruise being crazy is exactly what I want. That's pretty much what it is. Yep. That's, as long as you make it entertaining, it doesn't even the plot doesn't really matter too no, much now. It doesn't. As long as you have great set pieces, because there were a lot of great set it's pieces. It's like Fast and the Furious. I don't fucking watch the movie for the plot. 
I yeah. watch it for the insane action that's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. So as long as you make it espionage, yeah. do the the, the 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 mask fake outs. There's always got to be those. It has to be and one. then set pieces. Yeah, exactly. Good stuff. Go watch it, guys. You will not be let down. Definitely, check it out. Let us know what you thought about the movie. If you saw it. Tell us what was your favorite moment in this movie. My favorite moment. I don't know what it was. Was when Henry Cavill cocked his arms. Oh <laughs> shit! How do we not talk about that? How is that not the best scene in the that movie? That is. He cocked his arms, <laughs> and apparently he grew a beard in the process. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a quick two frame shadow but it looks like he grew a beard it looks like he grew a beard and the infamous mustache that ruined Justice League it ruined Justice League but it, it, it made Mission Impossible better it's so good I, I, I think that's a fair trade yeah it was a different dude I have to admit Henry Cavill is a fucking great villain dude yeah I, I would like to see him more being villain, more villainously mm-hmm. more, more more villainous roles than mm-hmm. a hero mm-hmm. or a good guy he, yeah, I yeah. think he just works for him because mm-hmm. the thing is that Henry Cavill's not—he's charismatic, but he's not a superhero charismatic. In my in my opinion, mm-hmm. he's more of a villain charismatic. Like, he's quiet. He's serious. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah, he doesn't talk much. He's got the chops for it. It's just all about the script, and this yeah. script just worked. Yeah, it worked for him. Anyways, guys, yeah, <laughs> this is the end of our review. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you thought about the movie. You can always uh, hit us up. And by in the way to hit us up is that we're on all our social media platforms. We're on Instagram and Facebook. And if you don't have that, hit us up at popcornheroes at gmail.com. And if you hit us up, we'll write back. We'll even read the comment here on our podcast. That's right. We do that every episode, apparently. Every fucking episode, we will do that. So mm-hmm. you guys right. <laughs> yeah, if we, if we ever get them. If we ever get them. Uh, <laughs> please respond. <laughs> <laughs> the sad plea. All right, guys. Till next time. Bye-bye.